No hay camino. Caminemos con Jesús. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. Don't worry, I'm going to explain what I just said. Good morning, everybody. Everybody online, good to have you with us as well. I'm Father Sean. It's good to have you. Um, and thank you for hanging in there while we bless candles this morning in the courtyard. There's like a special kind of smoke going on right here. So I could barely see you guys. You all right? Way to go with the incense. Um, this is a, a really special Sunday. We've got a lot going on. We just had our annual meeting. We just blessed candles for Candlemas. Um, and we are looking forward in the new year of everything that's to come as a parish. And in all of this, we are welcoming and anticipating uh, the work of God in us and through us as a community. In other words, we don't just light candles and remember that Jesus is the light. We realize that when we are gathered around the light, we become the light as well. God is doing something in us and through us for the sake of the world. So on this occasion, as we as a church kind of take inventory and look to the year ahead, I wanted to just spend some time and uh, remind us, give us a renewed sense of why we are the church. And whether or not we can still believe in the church. Is this a failed religious project? Have you seen what's been going on in the world? Are, just, are we just out of touch? Are we too messed up to be of any importance in the world? Is God still doing something in us and through us as a community for the sake of the world? Why are we here? Why do we keep showing up week after week to do this? liturgy thing what can we do as a church when things get super tough and we lose hope and we get worn down what can we do when when hope is scarce as a community i'm not going to be able to answer all that those are the questions that come to mind for me i wonder if you can relate to any of those especially in these last couple of years even um, recently this week i've had way too many conversations with some of you about really difficult things that are going on in your life. Things that are uh, wearing us down. Suffering, very real suffering. Troubles that are loaded up on our people's lives. Disappointments. We thought things were going to go different. Losses. Painful, very terrifying things that I've had the, the honor, the very sacred honor of coming very close in contact with, with some of you. And I know that when someone like me, a preacher gets up talk about hope and to talk about why the church is and what we're doing this next year it may just be like look dude i'm not i got stuff going on in my life i can't i'm sure you guys are gonna have a great time but goodness gracious my life is a mess i'm going through some stuff it can be so hard to hope for the future or have vision for the road of head uh, ahead especially in a world that's as troubled as ours and maybe a, a life that's as troubled as yours so this morning, I just want to invite you. You don't have to pretend to be somewhere else. We all have somewhat troubled lives to varying degrees. We all have things on our hearts and on our minds even now. Um, and I want to uh, receive the hope that God gives, not in some other place, but exactly in that place of our troubled lives. The theologian Roberto Gozeta wrote that in times like these, we might learn something from the immigrant experience. I want to read this to you. I think this is brilliant. Walking together then... We do have a home shared with a carpenter's son who also has no place to lay his head. A home constructed not out of bricks or mortar, but out of our common struggle. No hay camino, 
Caminemos con Jesús. When there is no path, we walk with Jesus. When we can't see exactly how this is supposed to go, when we feel stuck, cornered, no hope, we walk with Jesus. Sometimes I think that running out of ways out, running out of options, can leave us to find that we, in fact, do need to follow Jesus. When we run out of places to go, things that we could do to fix our situations, I don't know if you're like me, but I find, well, maybe I got to pray then, really, and follow Jesus, even when I can't see ahead. In other words, as John's gospel records, we find that Jesus is indeed the way, the truth, and the life. This is a major theme running through our gospel reading this morning with the fishermen. I don't know if you caught that. The only reason that Jesus... Uh, was caught at the edge of this lake was because he was running out of land. These people wanted to hear him preach, and they were cornering him, and he ended up at the beach of this lake, like the Sea of Galilee, or Gennesaret, as our gospel writer puts it. There was no way out, no hay camino. There was no other runway for him to go. So he found a boat, hopped in it, pushed off from sea, and he could preach from there with a little personal space, maybe. And then Luke writes in, in uh, Luke chapter 5, verse 1, The crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God. They wanted to know what he had to say. And Jesus noticed at about that time there were some others, some fishermen nearby who had also hit a dead end of sorts. They had been fishing all day and had nothing to show for it. They'd worked a long, full day fishing and had nothing to show for it. What a dead end. And then Jesus told them, I got an idea. Why don't you put your nets out one more time, but this time, let's go deep. Put it out into the deep end. And if I'm honest, when I read this story, I expect Simon Peter to tell Jesus, hey, rabbi, preacher, you stay in your lane, and I'll do my job. I know how this works, right? But instead, did you hear what Simon Peter's response was? This is baffling to me this is miraculous in verse 5 master we toiled all night and took nothing but at your word i will let down the nets in their dead end of a day of work they did what jesus said they didn't have really good reasons to it wasn't like he had a strategy that fishermen didn't know about They had every reason to stop. They had finished washing their nets. They were exhausted and ready to go home. But they chose to go with Jesus. Caminemos con Jesús. Jesus, at your word, we'll let down the nets. (laughs) It's amazing to me. I think, actually, we all look at it and go, well, the miracle is the fish that came, right? I don't know. I think Simon Peter's response may have been the miracle. We have every reason to not obey, but master, at your word, we will let down the nets. They had uh, no way, no path forward that they could see. No hay camino. So they went with Jesus. Caminemos con Jesús. There's something about this that's really familiar uh, for the people of God. If you know the story of the rest of the Bible, you'd recognize the storyline here. The story of Israel. In dead end, the dead-end life of slavery and captivity in Egypt, there was no way out. 
And yet God made a way, delivering them. Even when he did deliver them and brought them to the edge of the sea, Pharaoh's armies were on that side. No hay camino. There was no way. And where there was no way, God made a way. Again, delivering them. It's true for us, too, if you think about it. We've been trapped with the sea of sin and death on the one hand and all the armies of the world and sin and death and their friends on the other, and we find ourselves trapped in a similar place, closed in by the troubles of the world and maybe even our own troubles, troubles of our own making. No hay camino. Where do we go from here? There's no path except for the died and risen Jesus who calls to us exactly in our dead ends the died and risen Jesus calls out to us with the words of life follow me come with me come so church here we are at the beginning of another unpredictable year wondering can we still be the church Sean what where's the way here Where's the path? What's like the strategy that is going to ensure that everything is going to be okay? No hay camino, y'all. Caminemos con Jesús, though. Amen? Every Sunday we come together exactly in those places in our lives, having worked and have nothing to show for, having pushed and just are getting nowhere, totally exhausted, spent, dead ends, in whatever facet of your life. Coming to the table here and saying, Lord, no hay camino. I don't, I don't know what else to do. And again and again, the Lord calls from his table to us. Follow me. And again and again, as a church, as a community, you look to your left and your right, your brothers and sisters and everybody online, and we look at each other and say, Caminemos con Jesus. Let's go with him. He's the one with the words of eternal life. So no matter what we face, and I'm serious, I don't mean to be idealistic here. No matter what we face in this troubled world, whether it's mental health that everybody's got a piece of, or loneliness, or the violence that seems to be never-ending and just about to start again, threats, abuse, racism, inequality, uncertainty, politics, 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 job losses, or maybe we're, own, we're troubled by our own pride, and that's kind of eating at us, taking our lives, our own greed, a self-centered view of our life in this world, lust, you name it. We've got our own sins to deal with. The conditions that lead our lives and this whole world into a dead end is what I'm describing. We, in those places, may de- be tempted to just throw our hands up in despair and say, well, no, I can, you know, there's no way out. We may even be tempted to to stay cooped up in our homes. Let's just not go out there. Let's just close the blinds. Let's cut off the world. Let's just watch it unfold on social media and TV and we'll just like, I don't know, find something else to keep us company. We may be tempted in so many ways to give up on God's project in this world. In us and through us as a community, disciples of Jesus, And the point at this, this point of like despair and dead end is the point where we need to decide 
which way we're going to go. What do you do when there's no way? No hay camino. We decide together. Caminemos con Jesús. Let's go with Jesus. Thank God there is a voice that calls to us as his church exactly in a world like this. A voice that calls to us, that commands fish to come into nets for the catch of a century. Even when there was no Icamino, all of a sudden there's, who has a voice that calls fish into nets like that? There's something, um, there, we, we're not the ones, thank God we're not the ones, who have the voice that disarms the evils of power in this world that seem to be so unstoppable at times. Ours isn't the voice that has the final word over sin. We know this. We struggle constantly. Ours isn't the voice that raises the dead. But there is one who has such a voice in this world. There is one who makes a way when there just doesn't ever seem to be a way. No matter how many times we try, there is one with a voice who makes a way. And that voice calls to us to follow me. Become my disciple again. Learn from me. Become my student, my apprentice. Watch how I do things, Jesus says. And he invites his church into existence. Almost as if for the first time, again and again. Speaking words of power. Words of peace. Words of life. Making a way when there doesn't seem to be a way. This is the good news that we have in this world. That God is stirring up and igniting a radical light in a world full of darkness. That in people like us, it may seem absurd, but God is sparking a hope for a new way when there doesn't seem to be a way. That in a people like us, us as, as, as exhausted as we can be at some times, God is breathing in his spirit's power and energy to not give it up in despair, but to participate with his leading and saying, Caminemos con Jesus. He knows the way. We know that he does. He's already been through death and resurrection and the ascension and now leads us as the light of the world. His is the presence that comes to make things right even this morning at this table. This isn't just some sort of biblical story and theory. His is the presence that comes to lead the way for us this morning at this table to make things right, to build up your loss of hope, your loss of faith, your weakness. He gives strength. Whatever your need, in faith, hope, and love, Jesus is present this morning to speak those words to you, to feed you with his presence, and to renew you for the year to come, to be his disciple, and for us to be his church. Friends, I know that this world is uh, really complicated, super troubled. I know you're probably exhausted. You're just kind of fed up in general. Things are ridiculous. I know how it feels to not see a way forward when all of this is going on. And I know you do too. But we know that the one who knows the way even now calls to us. We know that he does, doesn't he? We hear his voice. So when we find ourselves stuck, maybe that's where you're at this morning, when you find yourselves in that place of no hay camino, we can be the church by God's help, by his grace that says, Caminemos con Jesus. Let's walk with Jesus because he knows the way. Maybe this morning we can respond like Peter 
but at your word, Lord. But if you say so, Jesus, we'll let down the nets again. We'll put out into the deep. We'll become fishers of men, your church and the world. We won't give up. Even though every other sign says give up, we will hear the invitation of Jesus. And we could be like Simon Peter saying, Master, it's your word. Yeah, we'll give it another go. Friends, let's be that church. What reason do we have not to? Jesus has already made a way for us and has promised to meet us right here this morning. So let's take a moment of silence and listen for the call of the Holy Spirit to us exactly where we are. And let us be ready with faith to go with him now and all the days of our lives. Amen? Amen. Let's take a moment of silence. You're listening to Resurrection South Austin, a community of faith, learning to do life together in the goodness of God. For more information, you can find us online at resaustin.com.